Hello, Virginia Heffernan here. What you're about to hear is a teaser for today's episode of Trumpcast, which is available in full for Slate Plus members only. See how tempted you are now to sign up for Slate Plus? We've made one in four episodes exclusive to Slate Plus members because they help support the work we do on Trumpcast and help fund other Slate podcasts like Slow Burn and Charged. To sign up and hear this episode and every episode of Trumpcast in full, please visit slate.com slash Trumpcast plus. It's only $35 for the first year. That is Zlotty's a day. And you'll get other benefits like ad-free podcasts and discounted tickets to live Slate events. So sign up now at slate.com slash Trumpcast plus. And thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to Trumpcast. I'm Virginia Heffernan. Rough week. Paris was burning. Trump was a psycho con about it. Trump is still president. New York's daily broadsheet is still quoting the DNC's hacked emails. The bar report tomorrow is expected to be a redaction of justice that hands more talking points to Trump world. And Monday was tax day. And I'm feeling sorry for myself as a violin, please, single mom of two or three jobs on the hook for $17,000 more than I was last year. Putain! What a week. Thus, I bring you Dahlia Lithwick. She's my light in the storm. Is that what it's called? My port in the storm? Dahlia is the host of Slate's Amicus, as she taught me to pronounce it, and a veteran senior writer for Slate. She is at work on a book about women and the law called Lady Justice. Dahlia, welcome to Trumpcast. Thank you for having me back. You and I usually try to keep it upbeat, but I almost don't want to try today. I yeah. just feel so bleak. I feel I feel um, there's a Groundhog Day quality where you get excited for these drip drips and then yeah. they just turn out to be drip drips. And, yeah. you know, the notion that something dispositive and determinative and, you know, that will change hearts and minds yes. is coming has no longer, you know, it's just not going to be that. And so yeah. that I think that that's some of the bleakness is just knowing that this is just a Rorschach test that is going to confirm everybody's pre-existing ideas and that Fox News, I could write the headline right now, uh, <laughs> complete and total exoneration. You mean and, that you're talking about the Bill Barr's redaction of justice? Yeah. I already think it's a redaction of justice and, yeah. and another another entry in obstruction. It's just, why bother calling it anything else? Well, I mean, and I think, interestingly, we're going to try, like, the, I, I think there's something so profound in meta, Virginia, about the fact that we're going to, like, read color-coded redaction actions for signs of what like that's what we're reduced to we can't know facts but we can know if it's a blue redaction yeah that's just it feels like it's a metaphor for everything somehow and i wonder if there's going to be anything carroted in like he he did do it with a little carrot not do it i mean i really i've said this before but it's like you know one of those um i've written panned books before and then seen a couple choice words taken out and made it made it look like a rave on the back of a book before, you know, the like, this is amazingly bad. And then someone says, this is amazing. And there are ways that it looks like his original, Barr's original excerpting of the Mueller report in his letter to Congress. Those excerpts seem weird. They're, They're little weird. examples of right. where they might have been done with uh, intent to manipulate, even deceive about what's in the report. Well, he... 
walked it back within a week. Right. I mean, he already has said, oh, when I said it was a summary, yes. I didn't mean it was a summary. summary. And so right. I think you're already, you know, absent anything else, including whispers that there might be real material obstruction stuff that's in the, you know, final report. So I think clearly he's lost the trust of people like you and I on mm-hmm. this podcast who said, look, whatever else he is, he's a, you know, institutional operator who has lifelong friendship with Mueller and cares about the Justice Department. I mean, we, you and I said that. Yep. Um, and I think that I was reading David Chris's piece in the Washington Post just saying the minute he started talking about spying, which maps perfectly onto what Donald Trump has been saying about spying yes. on the you know, he's he's all he's done is reconfirmed a narrative that only helps the presidents. And, and and so, you know, you're left to sort of say, OK, so we'll read the tea leaves again and we're going to try to determine whether he's in bad faith with the redactions. Yeah. But it just there's this feeling of kind of Zeno's paradox where you're just yeah. inching that's Ever the one closer. where you're not there. Even you never get halfway. there. You never yeah, and, get there. And also while we're waiting or, you know, working out this feudal paradox, banging our heads up against the wall, it seems like the spire and the roof are collapsing or burned down of, you know, on so many other fronts in the country. But before we get to that bleakness, let's start with another bleakness, a little more comic, Michael Avenatti. So I need first to sort of eat my words. Well, I don't think there's specific words I need to eat, but I definitely am guilty of fleetingly having an idea that he might be our kind of flight 93 moment of just like, look, I'm out of ideas. It looks like traditional media is out of ideas on how to how to confront an autocrat. It looks like the legal redress is slow. People a going by the book aren't aren't pulling this thing off. You know, I don't want to throw in with Antifa. So maybe because we don't know this world where you, you know, hire Michael Cohen to shake down porn stars. And maybe that's a world that somebody else knows. And he looked like he dressed the part. And, you know, he looked like at least he was team good guy. He was trying to sort of speak for for children at the border. But ultimately, you know, it's like those restaurants that all share a kitchen in the East Village. He like just is in the same messy, murky world of bribes and quid pro quo and gouging all he can out of the system. And it just, God, nothing has made more of a moral prude of me than this time. I mean, I just keep coming on the show and being like, these people are liars. Like <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. I just every time I just am astonished. And also, I think now that maybe people who drive Ferraris are never good people. Is that fair? <laughs> I, I mean, I just as a short, you know, you need a way to thin are you slice for like a, a legal pronouncement on that question, <laughs> yes. or like a moral. Well, well, it's like every time a woman turns up murdered, I'm just like, can we just say the husband did it? Because we can save due process on specific cases. So a person with a Ferrari is always bent and corrupt and dirty. Discuss. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like. The interesting thing about Avenatti, and I've been sort of tracking your vibing on him for, mm-hmm. you know, since he emerged, is that we have this misperception that the anti-Trump was going to be the only thing that took down Trump. Like yes. that he was going to use Trump's 
weapons to destroy the master's house, right? And that you just had to be a reality show grifter. You know, you had to be larger than life and you had to talk smack and be all the stuff that Trump was, but like maybe slightly more deft. Right. That was the thesis. And I think it wasn't a bad thesis because by God, it's not like we've seen, you know, sober men in suits taking him down. And so I think the, the, the mistake we made is like at the end of the day, grifter's gonna grift you know yeah. we kind of got so enamored with the idea that if we could just find someone who was trumpish mm. but on our side then maybe trump would get flat-footed because he's just not really good at this yeah that was the error and then it turns out that like if you're trumpish you're probably shaking people down for money too. right <laughs> that was our preview Aren't you compelled to hear more? You can. Just sign up for Slate Plus at slate.com slash Trumpcast Plus to listen to the full episode and get all our podcasts without ads. That's slate.com slash Trumpcast Plus.